Welcome back, Padawans, to the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. And today, we are continuing our discussion of one of the greatest force wielders of our generation, Anakin Skywalker. The Chosen One, one, Anakin Skywalker. We're finishing off uh, our Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker talk by by discussing Anakin today. Yeah, Anakin, compared to Obi-Wan, Luke, he's not my favorite character overall, but... Definitely from the Clone Wars and other media, he's opened up. He's definitely opened up uh, a different section in my heart. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And so with that, I wanted to talk about where we have seen Anakin. I think it's going to be a little important because there are some other sources that maybe not all the Padawans have seen. So obviously, the first we see of Anakin is episode six the return of the jedi because he turns back to anakin after killing sidious yes and as we talked about last episode that you like the older version of anakin better than the hayden christensen at the end of the battle of endor i understand why we got hayden christensen it's just what i grew up on oh i I understand i understand my larger issue is the celebration song and the change of that that is my larger issue yes ewok celebration yub nub that's like that's the classic for me you're not gonna take that away from me if you ask me i mean matt we do not talk about ewoks around our friend group oh yes we know that there's there's one person in particular that is a, a, a strong advocate for ewoks yes yeah, he has a he has a very strong affinity for Ewoks, and I'm sure that he'll agree with me that Ewok celebration is the is the true or Yub Nub um, is is the true song. I agree. But anyhow, after that, we also get him in all of the prequels. You get him in Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. He's also he's also in the Clone Wars, and he's in a few. Um, other appearances such as star wars adventures tales from wild space podcaster rescue um he's in that he's in master and apprentice he's He's in in, he's in rebels but not only as a hologram but just for a quick second (laughs) oh my gosh you're right he also does have his own comic series called age of republic obi-wan kenobi and he obi-wan and anakin he's in a few issues of those as well He's so in the there's original a, 2003 Clone Wars. But yeah, that's not there, canon. There, that, that is not canon, correct. So there is a lot to that we're going to have to digest here, which is why you can see we broke up Darth Vader and Anakin into their own episodes. Well, Anakin, we see him as a young boy on Tatooine. He was conceived yeah. by the Force. And in some comics, you can perceive it as Palpatine, manipulating the force in shmi but it's actually just the force <laughs> as of, as of now as of now as of well now. well actually okay so a lot of people during the rise of skywalker were saying that oh anakin like in the comics in the specific comic they had palpatine like the the drawing was palpatine around like shmi manipulating the force to to create anakin and the authors and the illustrator came back and stated that, yeah, it was not supposed to be conceived that way. It was supposed to be that he was just manipulating the Force in Shmi to conceive Anakin. But 
has Star Wars been known to double back on on things? Can, can you tell me? Uh, is 100%. there is there a such thing as legends and and canon? I I can't I can't remember. What about the uh, dismissal of some of the canon books, like a couple of the aftermath books or the Ahsoka Tano book? <laughs> what I I don't know what you're talking about. That that seems too too accurate. Too accurate. Oh. <laughs> One of the first notes that I I have on Anakin from his early life is how he was able to create c-3po because he did he started creating he was good with his hands i yeah but how did he come like like i okay sorry my question was how did he understand how to build a droid and and i realized that it all goes back to Watto. Yeah, yeah it goes back to Watto. that's where he got all the parts for c-3po that is where you see Anakin really hone his skills mm-hmm. in fixing the droids. And we see that when Qui-Gon and Padme and, well, Jar Jar too. Jar Jar was at a camp get Jar Jar. Yeah. Visited the shop. True. And that's where you can see how he does have that technological understanding and the, the engineering, really, and, and the creative mindset. Yeah, I mean, okay, one thing that we need to all realize was Anakin was a slave. And yeah, you could see in the Clone Wars. Oh my gosh, that one episode with the the slave, the slave, slave traders. Yeah, yeah, the slave traders. He was he had so much hatred in them. You can see him used to, you know pulling from the dark side of the force, and it's and just sometimes that, you just don't realize it. Like that, he yeah, was, came from that background. That's why I have a strong affinity for Clone Wars because. In the movies, it really felt like Anakin all of a sudden flipped. In 3, in particular. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with Attack of the Clones, we do see that... I mean, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but we do see the fact that Shmi does die from the Tusken Raiders, and then he goes in. Obviously, the, one of the greatest meme lines, Josh... <laughs> not, only the, not only the men, but the women and children, too. <laughs> hey, at least he kept the citizens alive. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> for those for those of you, because obviously you you're listening and you can't see, Josh just choked on his root beer. <laughs> I just finished my semester. I was uh, um, celebratory root celebratory, beer. Celebratory root beer with my dinner. And yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I I have to because we're gonna we're gonna be getting to his padawan after this. So anyway, you can see how that evil starts to boil, but then all of a sudden episode three happens and, and immediately he cuts off Dooku's head. Mm-hmm. I mean, his power did double. Correct. The last Correct. time he met. Well, okay. The, okay. I, this is okay. This is one of my Star Wars thoughts, actually. You know, we're going to incorporate it into Anakin because it has to do with Anakin. So he okay. says, my powers have doubled since the last time we met. But in Clone Wars, they met a lot. <laughs> that goes back t- to what I was... That was something I was trying to highlight there with that. Yeah. Star Wars going back on what they've already said? True. Couldn't be right. <laughs> <laughs> when but yeah. Palpatine was captured and Anakin was saving Palpatine and Count Dooku was there fighting him and, and Dooku, like... Anakin was about to kill Count Dooku and stabbed a chair. And, like, you could see Ca- Count Dooku... So afraid, 
so afraid by Anakin. And well, we see was that was that justice. post was that post Ahsoka leaving? Um, I don't remember. I think it was closer. Yeah, I think it was closer to Episode Three. I think so. Because I think that that and this is what we're gonna get to in a little bit. But I think that Ahsoka leaving is one of the tipping points with him towards the dark side, where he was no, no matter what was gonna go. Um, but we'll yeah. get to that. So I what I was trying to say is that. The Clone Wars really helped show that it wasn't just a sudden switch to the dark side, as we kind of saw with Episode 3. In the Clone Wars, we were able to see these bits and pieces of that growing hatred, fear, anger, all, all building and swelling up until Episode 3 happens and the actual fall of Anakin. So I think that that's kind of where I, I want to take this episode is mm-hmm. highlighting the things that caused the downfall in Anakin. I, I agree. Actually, you know what? That's a good approach to this episode. I really like that, actually. Especially with incorporating Darth Vader earlier, I think that this helps articulate it well. Yes. The first the, point I had... Yeah, Yeah. what was the first point? I, I'm curious. Like, what? I, the first... Okay. What is the first, like, actual chronological point of him going to the dark side? Or getting tempted by the dark side? Well, I mean, he is the mysterious hand. He is the sh- he is the phantom menace. All all of the above. Yes. So I think the very first point before we realize that it was Palpatine is that he was not ripped away, but he couldn't he couldn't take his mother with him to Coruscant, which he already had grown attachments to. Similar to what we've seen Baby Yoda have with Mando this season. Is that attachment's Spoilers. forming at a very? Hey, I, I I'm just saying that the attachment has formed. That I think I feel that like that's true. that is true. I feel like that's a safe thing to say for the listener who hasn't seen Mando. I feel I like mean, that last, that doesn't give anything away. The last episode, I mean, you got to see some. Uh, uh, we gotta see the attachment. Yeah, we <laughs> yes. gotta we gotta see the attachment. Yeah. But I think that that is the first pull towards the dark side because he's scared. He he yeah. verbally said he's scared. On, on the spaceship, yeah. and he was cold. He was scared and cold at, on his way to Coruscant. And even, like, Ezra, just as you said that, I thought, you know, remember when Ezra was feeling the cold, the darkness, the fear, yeah. the hatred? Like, yep. I mean, that's all from the dark side, but, like, specifically Anakin slash Darth Vader. Like, he was feeling those, he's probably feeling those feelings the whole time, unless he was with, like, Padme, maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree completely. So you have that as his first point. First, I would say like that. That is like the first step, but we're still like a whole marathon away from going yeah. to the dark side. I think that that was like the first step. It's your first step into a larger world. Yeah, I don't know how to do. It. I can't do the Obi Wan voice as well as you can. <laughs> I don't think I could try it right now. I'm not actually like in the mood. <laughs> you're you're all Doctor Pepper or not Doctor Pepper. You're all root beard up. I actually am a little bit root beard up. I don't want to butcher it tonight. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so what would you consider your first step towards the uh, dark side of the force for, for Anakin? For Anakin? I think what you just stated is exactly the first step. What happened being taken away from his mother and, you know, not forced. I mean, he wanted to be a Jedi, but he missed his mom. He had that attachment. But I was just thinking the, the whole time that in the Clone Wars, we see instances where he pulls on the dark side. 
one of the I, I gotta say this it's not in chronological order but the first like one of the first ones that i remembered was pago the lesser being choked by anakin and, and you use force choke which is a dark side yeah. ability yeah i mean technically luke used a dark side ability in episode six you're correct the, you're correct to the gamorian guards but Poor that guy. was one of the no, yeah <laughs> they didn't deserve it they're just no. trying to get a paycheck he was just using force push and it, it was by their neck right <laughs> He just he just force pushed their necks against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely not problematic at all. No, like okay, if you wouldn't really realize it until you play Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga when you're in Jawa's palace and you you use the force as Luke and you're Chocomorian guards. That's the only way you know. Maybe when you yeah, watch it again. I don't but. know if that's considered canon. Well, that's that'll be for it's, our Luke episode. We'll, we'll say that for our Luke episode. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. But yeah. one of the other ones was when Anakin went up against Barris Ophi. That was you could see the hatred. See, okay, that's where I think that that's one of the, the last steps. Yes. For yes, him. but I I had to say it because like that I was so eager. You could see him getting so angry because Barris framed Ahsoka, his Padawan. Yeah. <sighs> What would you define? So we're we're agreeing on the first step. Yes. What do you consider to be the second step towards the darkness? I mean, his attachment to Padme, of course, because he thought of her every day for ten years, and as a Jedi, it's opposed to have relationships. I mean, Obi Obi Wan and Satine, like we know, Obi Wan didn't pursue it, but if Satine asked him to drop out of the order, he would have done it. So definitely that growing attachment and, and obsession over Padme would be next. What do you think? Really? Yeah. See, so this is where I'll disagree with you. I think that that is step oh. probably three. Okay, okay. Let me let me guess what you're what you're gonna say because I I kind of is it the death of Qui Gon Jinn? Yes. Okay. And, and and his only ever father figure. Yes. That he had. Obviously, we know that. Anakin and Obi-Wan were more like brothers. They stated that. It's pretty well known. The yeah, death but... of Qui-Gon Jinn. And, and go, taking into account mm-hmm. the fact that the one, of the one of the greatest Star Wars minds that we know, Dave Filoni, highlighted this in the Mandalorian special and how Star Wars is about family. And you lose, you lose your fi- father figure, and that in turn starts that whole spiral. So I think that that is the first major step, but the second step towards the darkness. Gotcha. Yes, I agree. Then after that, it goes to Padme. Also not really being accepted into the Jedi Order fully. That's true. I might put that second, only because we see that when he gets to Coruscant, Anakin is deemed too old and that he can't possibly be trained he's too attached he has sense as much fear so now he has this there's there's this sense of being an outsider no matter what yeah and i just want to say like in between episode one and two there was a couple comics i don't remember if they're canon or not yep yep this is what i was about to get to where he uses the dark side abilities when a couple of other padawans were teasing him was that what you're going to say or there's a couple there's a couple comics where they're teasing Anakin, and Anakin pulls from the dark side, and then Palpatine is somehow there. Again, I don't know how Palpatine was so close with the Jedi. <laughs> I don't know. Um, before the, the war, but 
other than like the you know when they go in to deal with politics but like i don't know but anakin used like drawn some dark side abilities unless this was a dream it could have been a dream i have weird dreams <laughs> what the heck it, what are you dreaming i'm like dreaming about like sheep in your i mean about your dog misty yeah poor poor misty she uh she had to have surgery and so she now has a cone on her head and and she's been we've been nicknaming her cone head all uh all week poor misty yeah the one thing i did want to highlight from those obi-wan and anakin comics Mm -hmm. was the fact that during one of their missions anakin was kind of feeling like he should maybe leave the order yeah that was it that was it too there's there's that yeah Yeah. because because what he one of the things that ended up happening was that there were there was these scavengers that needed help and skywalker was like fixing droids and basically going back to like kind of like his old life in Mm -hmm. essence so it was kind of like this weird scenario where he kind of like remembered his old life but then he still remain training so he already kind of had one foot out the door early on yeah. um even though he was given all this ability in the in the world like all the talent he was still like i don't know if i want to do this i mean that's fair everybody has regrets yeah or everybody has yeah. indecisiveness so yeah correct okay i got a question for you matt before we move on we're gonna take a little little side quest and i'm gonna ask okay. you before before i forget who is your favorite anakin I am going to say it. Matt Latner is is my favorite Anakin. Because, like I said, I think that without the Clone Wars, Anakin's fall to the dark side feels too quickly for me. Yes. Like, like too rapid. Obviously, it could happen that way, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that it's wrong, but I think that seeing all the extra steps, seeing his attachments form is, is really what caused it. He just had a control chip in his head. That's the answer. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally, totally. That that solves everything. <laughs> Palpatine placed it there. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I agree, and- I agree with you. Yeah, I like Matt Latner. He's really good. He really puts a different role into Anakin, and I liked his little cameo in, in Mandalorian as well. And his his yeah. his voice. I mean, yeah, I like Hayden Christensen, but he's not my favorite. He's my brother's favorite. Definitely my brother's favorite. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't think that he did a bad job or anything. No, he okay. I think that he when I was watching a behind the scenes with Hayden Christensen, he was trying to resemble Darth Vader as Anakin. So it's like the re- reversal, like he was yeah. trying to be more robotic and stuff like that, like that, and it didn't perceive well to the audience. So I understand like. He did an amazing job with what he had, what he worked with. I'm gonna stand by it. Yep, I agree. I agree. And we're gonna continue down this. Uh, we're gonna continue following Anakin's path towards the dark side after the short break. Welcome back, Padawans, from this short break. We are still talking about Anakin Skywalker. And Matt has a couple of key points that he's going to start us off with. Matt, go ahead. Yeah. Immediately after Qui-Gon's death, 
I think that the the next stepping stone and and pro- arguably one of the largest is Shmi dying and then his him slaughtering all of the uh the men, women and children but not the citizens for Tuscan Raiders. For for me I think that that is arguably one of the largest stepping stones towards the dark because I slaughter them like animals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because they're so animals. <laughs> How okay? How does Padme not be like this guy's a psychopath? I'm out. There's a, a robot chicken out there. That yes, I that's where that's where I'm getting it from. But like, how does she not think that? I don't know if she cares about Anakin. I mean, I don't know. Josh, I care about you. But if you told me you slaughtered a bunch of you're not wrong. Tuscan raiders, you're not wrong. like animals. I would not be friends with you. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I draw a line after I, I draw a line after a certain point. Well. You- be assured that I'm not going to slaughter any Tuscan Raiders anytime soon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Not unless, uh, not unless something tragic happens. And by tragic, I mean absolutely beautiful because we get pulled into the Star Wars universe. But are we uh, going into the uh, unknown regions of the galaxy? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I agree with you. I think that the next, I mean, Padme's obs- uh, obsession with Padme. Maybe the, well, that I think forms. I think that forms post Shmi. That's post Shmi. Like, like I, I, mean, I think that the full obsession, the full obsession, because now he has no other woman in his life that he cares about. Cares about at that point. So then he puts all of his energy into Padme. They get together and obviously get married pretty quickly. Yes, but I still think it was before because. He was training as a Jedi, thinking about Padme. And every single day, like for 10 years, let's do some math. Okay, that's like, let's do some math real quick. (laughs) You want to do math for the listener? While you're doing math out there, that's like me saying, Josh, I think about you every single day for 10 years. Do you really, like, in reality, okay, granted, different, different, but. In reality, do you think, like, I actually think about you every single day? Anakin probably did. He was looking at Padme very creepily. I was hoping you would say yes, because <laughs> I would say yes, because I look at our podcast stuff every single day, oh, okay. so I think about okay. you every single day. Oh, okay. <laughs> Clearly, you don't think about me every single day. I All think right. about you. That's, I talk to cool. you almost every day. I call you. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't talked to Matt in a while. I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean he's thought about padme for 3650 days three okay well well we don't know how many rotations yeah okay uh, in, in earth has years and coruscant in earth okay years. in earth years okay 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 it okay. could be longer so if know? we we'd only see one yeah. season on coruscant then that's three <laughs> that is 3650 days of thinking of padme straight a little obsessive also why didn't she like like there's so many red flags for padme and she's like i'm gonna just i'm gonna fall for him i mean weird thing that we can talk about with the padme episode yes but i i think that oh i have a fun losing his mother (laughs) and i haven't even told you yet i'll i'll have to be on the lookout for it but i think losing shmi made him put all of his energy, all of his emotions into Padme. 
And I think that that is a large, like those two events combined is a large stepping stone. Yeah, but what about when Ahsoka comes? Well, and so that's what I was going to get into. Now we're going into the Clone Wars and seeing those steps continue. And it does start with Ahsoka and and even even him getting his own men. I I feel like, though less... The Legion? I think him getting the the 501st and Ahsoka, because that is now responsibility if they die. He feels that responsibility and that remorse because he cares about them. As he should. I mean, yeah, Um, we see that in on Umbaran, Umbara. Yep. Yeah, we see after Krell. Yeah, we see it on Umbara with Pan Krell, who is hated by every Star Wars fan out there. At least I think so. Yeah. Shout shout out to our friend John, who I I think might hate him the most because he wants to be on his episode. (laughs) I did not know. So I think he really wants to talk. I think he really wants to talk. He really wants to talk about uh, his hatred for for Krell. I mean, Krell was, he did put his men in danger, but he did force the upbringing of the, of the empire, technically, of the dark side. So, yeah, I don't even know how he became a Jedi. <laughs> he seems like I, he's, uh, he's, he's really Well, uptight. we'll have to save that discussion for, for the Krell episode. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> we have a lot, we're, we're giving away a lot of episodes that we'll eventually be talking about. Okay, I mean, there's okay. infinite amount of characters, this so we, is, this is like a survey. It's a survey episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think I really think that him gaining that responsibility in general is another stepping stone towards the dark side. Then you get basically any time that you can identify he has attachments mm-hmm. and those attachments are threatened, does he does he go towards the dark? R2, when R2 was lost, you saw him go crazy looking for R2 and seeing those attachments. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was a good you moment, too. When when Ahsoka Gets becomes that, that. part of that hunt. True, with Grievous? Yep. Yeah. And and then you see Anakin again. Ooh, ooh, what about the instance when Obi-Wan goes undercover as a yes, bounty hunter? Yes, yes, that is, that is perfect. That also is about betrayal of the Jedi Order. You see that the Jedi Order didn't trust him enough, and Obi-Wan didn't trust him enough to really sell it. Now, granted, Anakin might have understood why that happened, but that is a massive betrayal for someone who's already climbed experienced the so much pain. Yeah, and climbed the ranks of, of a Jedi. And, and experienced so much pain in life. And I think even Obi-Wan and Yoda talk about the that their actions isn't even right and and so you also see i mean that that goes in tandem with the fact that the jedi order was getting more and more corrupt because they were like we need to do this to find out what's happening when there's definitely other alternatives out there to to solve what's happening and and obviously we know palpatine wasn't going to die from that assassination attempt because he's pulling the strings yeah it's just funny well yeah so it, it was always palpatine it was always Palpatine. Yeah. Pal Pro I, I have a question. We're, we're almost to episode three, and, and we see that the threat of losing Padme ultimately winning out and him turning completely to the dark. Well, yeah, and what about also... Okay, going back to Clone Wars before we move on to episode three was uh, with... What was the guy's name? Um, the one that hit on Padme a lot? Clovis? Yeah, Clovis. 
Oh my, that was just jealous. I, I consider that just jealousy. I don't think that was necessarily him going towards the dark. I gotta ask, Josh, because all those things bundle up to seeing his steps towards the darkness. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the most important step that caused him to go to the darkness? His vision with Padme in episode three. I think so too. I think his second big, or I think that his top three. Yes. Number one being the vision of Padme dying in childbirth and him not knowing how to fix it. Because a lot of times he could, the way he fixed things was just, I'm going to hack people up with, with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber. I think that that is really impactful for his turn to the darkness. I think the second one is Shmi's death. Yes. And then I think the last one is Ahsoka leaving. Yes, I agree. I, I think that those are the top three in that order. And we would have seen more in Clone Wars. If the Clone Wars wasn't cut short, we would have seen a lot more of Anakin being betrayed by the Jedi Order as well as his his growing hatred and fear for you know losing losing Ahsoka and there were some points where there were some unrendered episodes that you would have seen Anakin kind of be saddened by Ahsoka leaving and and talking to Obi-Wan and having those conversations but we didn't get to see it so it's a little bit sad yeah I don't even consider like you know, Obi- anything with Obi-Wan to be a, a downfall towards the, the darkness other than when Obi-Wan faces death. Yeah, yeah that, that's like the only time. But I, other than that, I think Obi-Wan was always very supportive. I just don't think that it was enough. Yeah, I think Obi-Wan was very strict to the rules. And I mean, we see that throughout Clone Wars and and after in Rebels and in Episode 4. And we will probably see it in the, the Kenobi series, but... Obi-Wan was, was so dedicated to the Order that he forgot about his Padawan. And that's not what, what Qui-Gon Jinn taught him. It's like really interesting because Qui-Gon was a little bit skeptical of the Council. And we know this because of Count Dooku. And, and, why, he, and, and why he was never on the Council, too. Yeah. He kind of refused because he never played by their rules. Yeah, and, and so Quinlan Vos, the same thing. But, I mean, Obi-Wan, we see that he's just so dedicated and... And he's on the council eventually. and But it's just interesting because Count Dooku was skeptical of the council. Qui-Gon Jinn was skeptical of the council. And then we get Obi-Wan who's dedicated to the council. Follows every rule. Every every rule in the book. And it, then we get Anakin. And yes, we see because Obi-Wan was so dedicated to the rules. And so blind in some aspects that he forgets about Anakin and leads Anakin towards the dark side. I agree. Well, that pretty much kind of concludes Anakin's path towards the darkness. What, what about the the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? That wise? didn't. That no. <laughs> that didn't actually cause him okay, to go. Okay. What about Mace Windu? Dark. What about Mace Windu? What about Mace Windu? Do you think Mace Windu had a lasting impact on? On, okay, okay. Wait, 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 Okay, so Josh, Josh has a thought. Josh has a thought. So, so I was watching either TikTok or or on some kind of Star Wars memes because I'm I love Star Wars memes. Speaking of TikTok, you can find us on TikTok at Wanna Be Jedi Podcast on TikTok. That's true. So there was a meme or something like that where it said like Anakin or no, it was a TikTok. It was definitely TikTok where they. Mace talked to Anakin and said, stay in the council room until we get back from arresting or killing Palpatine. 
And the reason why some people believe that he told Anakin to stay in the council room is because he was going to be granted to Jedi Master. Do you believe that, Matt? I do. He was this close. And actually, no, his, his when he was not grant, granted the rank of Master, I think it definitely also added on to that list of not being... Well, Palpatine also did, did influence him to be on the council as his representative or liaison if you're fancy but i think <laughs> the liaison liaison but yeah i think i think mace had an impact i mean mace called ahsoka a citizen I, I don't think mace and i liked mace windu as a kid but growing up and seeing how he, he treated other jedi other than like yoda and the, some of the council members he was very demanding and and very forward with people and not in a good way in a kind of a a negative way and i mean he does it makes sense for his character as we talked about in his in one of our previous episodes this season that he does pull from the dark side of the force with his form of a pod but that gets a little bit into mace again i was about to ask josh yeah what is anakin's form form Five or four, form two. I, I, I said this last week during Darth Vader's episode, and uh, one of them was what with he switched forms and then he kind of uses both. But Darth Vader with his robotic limbs is a little bit not as not as functional as Anakin was. <laughs> th- All right, next thing. What is your favorite Anakin moment? Not Darth Vader, but Anakin moment. Ooh. That's a good question. I'm making you think for the for our final th- like last little I segment. I think something in the Clone Wars, 100% in the Clone Wars. I know my favorite R2 moment during that when he cuts off the the R3 droid from the, the from the uh hanging off the 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 pillar or whatever it is. Oh my gosh. But No, okay, wait, 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 wait. Another another thing that just popped into my mind. Half I think in season 2 and 3 of Clone Wars, they would have these like music montages when anakin was like in his starfighter and uh it was like a different vibe like they went from like having like a star warsy music to more like upbeat and like it was very different for you look out for that next time you watch clone wars i just but i think the best moment of anakin is during the clone wars i think it's got to be when he uses his strat his strategic methods to cover all around general grievous um when they were like using the at attes when they were on like they were on the asteroid fields and then they came back after the ship i think that's one of my my favorite oh, yeah moments, like, it yeah, just showed yeah how brilliant he was in of a warrior and we could even obi-wan says it in episode four he was a cunning warrior he was definitely a, a cunning warrior and a good friend and a good friend and a good yeah. friend of course I I like those moments. I like all those moments. I actually think that my my favorite moment is going to be the the pod racer scene. I I, I like young Anakin. I I do. I like young Anakin, and and I like how he. It was. Just, it just looked like a fun scene. It's like that when you're a kid and you watch that, you're like, I want to do that. And, and and for me it was one of those great one of one of those scenes and then also 
when he does spinning and that's a good trick and then manages to blow up the entire trade federation that was a good that was a good it's just a good moment like even though we know realistically that a kid being able to do that and survive probably not likely matt it's the force it's the force yes i knew we were we had to get that in for the episode (laughs) but i think that that about concludes this episode yeah tell us your favorite moment reach out to us on any of our social medias and uh let us know what your favorite anakin moment is or darth vader moment all of the above tell us about it we'd love to hear it yes and matt who are we talking about next week next week we're talking about the one the only darth plagueis we get to hear about the tragedy the of you darth plagueis the wise i'm excited <laughs> for it as we know most of the things are about darth plagueis are not canon but i'm looking at my darth plagueis novel i know i was gonna say like you have that book yep it's legends but i love that book it's probably it's arguably one of the best legends books out there so we're gonna we're gonna take a look at all things darth plagueis next week and i know that we've kind of hinted at this for a bit now we do have merch in the works we're having some technical difficulties when it comes to getting the merch set up properly if you follow us on twitter you'd probably see that by now but we're hoping to get that out to you guys very soon. So stay tuned and we really appreciate your patience. But until then, make sure to connect with us on social media. Share your favorite Anakin slash Darth Vader moments at Wannabe Jedi Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. At Wannabe Jedi Cast on Twitter. Make sure to go check out our website, wannabejedipodcast.com. And we'll see you guys all next week. Take care, everyone. May the force be with you all. <laughs>